Welcome to the Let's Have Breakfast podcast. We're here to talk about all the trials and tribulations in your early 20s, and also the amazing things that make these times in your life so great. We'll laugh, cry, talk shit, and drop episodes weekly. So grab a seat at the table, and let's have breakfast. I'm very excited to sit down and talk with you today. I know you're coming from class and, you know, figuring out how your day is going, um, but quickly wanted to let you have the floor, introduce yourself and talk a little bit more about who you are. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Amira. I am originally from Wichita, Kansas, but go to school at the University of North Texas on my last year. So super excited to graduate. Um, I'm double majoring in digital retail and merchandising. A lot of people think that means I want to be a fashion designer, but I really like the digital side of the fashion industry. So more like e-commerce and like digital innovation. What else? Um, I used to be a pole vaulter. Um, I went to Washburn University at first, right in Topeka, Kansas, but I decided to transfer to University of North Texas. Um, I'm also a Virgil Abloh postmodern scholar, so that's a really big scholarship that I was able to get uh, at my university and through the Fashion Scholarship Fund, and I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and you just went to New York recently too. How was that? Yes, it was amazing. It was it was incredible. We got to go to Condé Nast, which is where Vogue is headquartered, and we got to speak with a panel of people that work in Vogue. We also got to hear from Anna Wintour, which was wild. Um, we also got a got to see the theme for the Met Gala um, a, a few weeks before everyone else did too. So that was super cool. That is so cool. <laughs> so I was like, oh, so this is the theme. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I know, I'm in the know. Like I know yes. before the celebrities even know. Yes, we got we got to know. So that was that was awesome. Um, what else? What else did we do? We got to, I don't know if anyone knows Alexander Arnold or the Arnold that owns like all of LVMH. We got to meet um, with one of his sons, the CEO of Ramoa Luggage um, at LVMH Tower. So that was really cool to hear from like a big, I guess, like person inside the industry um, and yeah lots of networking lots of meeting people and lots of events to attend so it was really cool yeah I'm sure and I I'm sure it was like so exciting but also exhausting because you're like always oh. on that whole trip like yeah even when you're <laughs> relaxing you're like with your peers and exactly yeah yes girl I think like by the time the trip ended I was like drained I was like I don't I don't need to talk to anybody yeah like I need to be alone I think yeah I'm a little bit more of an introvert naturally I liked my alone time and being able to you know be by myself so Mm -hmm. that definitely it took a lot out of me but I knew like you gotta do it yeah (laughs) I want to make the best out of it I'm telling you work trips I'm just about to go on one to New York actually too and it's just like you have to just push yourself the Mm -hmm. whole time because you want to be there and like you want to engage with these people but it just oh my gosh it's yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely what part of New York is it or where are you guys going to be at um I'll be staying in Tribeca um I don't really know much about New York I am (laughs) so 
this brings me to another question I had for you is like, could you ever see yourself in a big city? For me, I have been to New York one time. I yeah. thought it was cool to visit. I do, mm-hmm. I can't see myself living there. I'm more of an LA girly. Um, oh, yes. So yeah, I, I would love to know because obviously you're in an industry that is kind of big city forward. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Yeah, that's kind of one of the things I've been thinking about as I'm about to graduate. I'm like, New York, of course, has always been the dream, you know, just because mm-hmm. the industry is so, it's there, the fashion industry is there. But at the same time, I visited Wichita, like, recently in January, and I was like, I miss, like, the small town, like, feel, like, everyone's so friendly, everyone's smiling at you. So, I don't know. I think definitely in my early 20s, or in my 20s in general, big city, whatever, I can make it work, but... I don't know if I'd want to stay in the big city forever. (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely, definitely a time to like learn and figure out what you like Mm -hmm. is like your early 20s because I'm in Kansas City and I even, yeah, (laughs) I even miss like Wichita sometimes because I'm like, Mm -hmm. man, I wish I could just like go to Target easily right now. Like it's not easy when you move to a bigger city. Exactly. It's like a whole like experience. It's your whole day. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Always like love to like try different things and do different things, especially like growing up. I was a gymnast, like that takes a lot of time out of you. But you know, I never like to stay still. I've always like to stay busy. So it's just my new my new obsession, I guess. Tooth gyms and all the little things I'm doing. No, and they're so cute. I've really been on a tooth gym wave. So if I'm ever in Dallas, like anytime soon. Trust me, I'm coming to see you. Please come. Come and see me. We'll get you that special. Yes. So what what got you into two gyms in the first place? Like what made you kind of be like, I want to start my business and do this? Well, so like last year or two years ago, I started doing my own two gyms. And at first I was skeptical of them. I was like, I don't know if this is going to be too loud. It's going to ruin my teeth. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. But everything went fine and I really loved them especially being able to like try different designs and do all that stuff and so I was like I think it was like in January after my internship ended I have to I had to go back to Kansas so I wasn't able to like work all of winter break and so um and so when I came back, I was jobless. So I was like, I got to figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> and so I did it with my few friends and they really liked them and they were really excited about them. And so I was like, you know what? Might as well just start doing this for a little bit of change. And yeah, I went to my first vendor market last weekend and it was really amazing. It was really awesome. And everyone loved them after they had them on. So I was like, okay, like this is nice. It's like people love them. That makes me happy. Yeah, I really love the recent trend of people getting them because like Mm -hmm. me, I've always wanted a grill like and like it's like, yes, like it's just like a rite of passage, I feel like, but it's also really expensive. You can't just like go out and like get a grill. So it's like that is the perfect like in between of like trying to personalize kind of your smile. I love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And congrats. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Congrats on having your first vendor market too. That's a big deal. And I totally, yeah, I totally understand like the hustle of like, I don't have a job. I have to find something that like people like this. So I'm going to start offering it as a service and I'm going to try it out. 
exactly. I I couldn't like just stand still without any money. Like I needed something coming in. I was not able to live like that. So yeah, I was definitely like, okay, I'm gonna use my skills and try to <laughs> figure out something. Yeah. Period. Yes. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> So let's take a moment because you're going to be an intern at Loewe. Like that just needs to marinate in the air for a second. Let, yeah. let us circle back to that because that's such a big deal. How did you get this internship? Please like tell me all about it. It does not feel real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to be an intern at Loewe this summer in Paris. Like it's insane. Um, the so the scholarship that I was telling you about, the Virgilio Postmodern Scholarship, we have our like introductory meetings at the beginning of the year when we first get our scholarship. And I mentioned, I was like, I'm gonna go back to home. <laughs> I mentioned that I'd love to intern abroad and I would love to intern at a luxury company because I was in my like luxury kick. Like I was just very fascinated by like the innovation of the luxury retail industry. And so I told them that. And then they had like a like a list of companies that they're partnered with. And then it was like the end of March, they told me, hey, we sent your resume to Lueve and for the marketing internship. Uh, are you free to go down there this summer? Is that something you want to do? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Um, so that's how it happened really just like I'm like knowing people is so important like being bold and saying like what you want exactly or just like not having any what's the word like just being bold and saying you know I want this go on big or go home yeah no that's crazy too like just knowing that I put myself out there I was able to say this is what I want and mm -hmm. you got it and you're gonna be in Paris that's so crazy <laughs> It does not, like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> what? Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, what is kind of, like, the apartment-looking process like for that? Or how are you finding accommodations? Well, so uh, this is another blessing. Um, Everything is paid for. So I'm going to be staying in lieu of the corporate housing when I'm oh. down there. Yeah, like... <laughs> It's <laughs> true. It's it's literally insane. So I'm like, I do not believe this is happening. I'm I'm so grateful for like all the opportunities I've come my way through the scholarship and everything. It's been it's been amazing. <laughs> yes, and I will be staying tuned for Amira in Paris. Like <laughs> this. Yeah. I need the whole series on YouTube. I need it on TikTok. Like I I want to feel like I'm there with you every single day. You will be. Come down and visit. You know, oh my gosh. Just get the flight. You'll be good. <laughs> so do you have any goals like beyond this internship? Do you want to stay working in luxury fashion? What does that look like for you? I think right now, like before, it was just something that I kind of wanted to like experience and see but I don't know. I, like, I've never worked in the luxury industry. So we'll see after this internship, like, how that goes and if it's somewhere that I want to stay, I guess. But, yeah, I, I think because I, I did my last case study for the scholarship that I won this year. I did that over a luxury company. And so I had to kind of, like, deep dive in luxury and see, like, what the luxury brands are doing. And I was really fascinated by their innovation and, like, how on top of things they are with, like, digital innovation and like the metaverse and nfts so i was like really inspired by that so we'll see we'll see what happens i don't know right now honestly but we'll see i'm more of a go with the flow type of person <laughs> so yeah we'll see what's 
that's good to be adaptable though too because if you feel like you have everything figured out something if one domino falls like you feel like all of your plans are gone so it's definitely good to be flexible and open to like new opportunities Mm -hmm. and it's really exciting to like to be able to get your foot in the door in a luxury space this early in your career especially as a black woman like knowing that there's so little black representation in fashion to begin with like but I'm so excited for you thank you yeah that's like one of her job well that's why he created the scholarship was for black students to be able to have their foot in the door in the fashion industry so I'm like I said, I'm forever grateful for for everything that the scholarship has brought yeah no that's and that's full circle too because I'm sure not everyone has the same opportunity to you know get that so yeah yeah that's I'm like so happy I transferred (laughs) yes what was the process of transferring schools too because I know a lot of people deliberate on whether they should change schools or if they made the right decision what what was your thought process behind that uh so at Washburn I was like very depressed it was like the lowest point I feel like in my entire like life I guess (laughs) which is crazy to say but like it was very bad especially coming from like Wichita which is Kansas so it's not like super diverse or anything but like going to Washburn and like just like experience a lot of racism especially as a black woman and so it was very hard for me I was very sad but the only thing that was keeping me there was really being on the track team and being able to pole vault and so I knew like after year one that I wanted to transfer that I was super unhappy here but track is like kind of the only thing that was keeping me there and I kind of had to make like a big girl like adult decision and be like okay well is this going to help me in the future (laughs) I had to think about my future self and my happiness and so that's when I was like you know what I gotta get out of here I think COVID definitely helped a lot with that because it was kind of like a break to be from home and like reflect on how I was really feeling there and then I just sent my application into UNT and once I was accepted I was like okay y'all <laughs> I gotta get out of here like I'm so sorry but I cannot I have to put myself first I have to put my happiness first and I have to put my future self first so that was a big lesson that I learned in transferring and all that stuff it was crazy <laughs> yeah and that is hard too being how old were you I was like 19 I was like a sophomore in college yeah being 19 like really wanting to do something in the moment but having to think about your future self and like how it's going to affect you like that's not easy to do at all Mm-mm, not at all especially I'm like because I'm an only child too yeah so kind of like had someone there like supporting me and like guiding me but then you know you go away for college you kind of have to make the decisions yourself and you have to be a woman you have to be a big girl so yeah it was it was a lot but I'm so happy I transferred yeah and even those little life lessons too that it's like I never thought this would work out in the way that it did Mm -hmm. but like oh my gosh I'm so glad that I made that decision yes absolutely that's exactly kind of how I feel even now like after transferring there have been some things that didn't go as planned like I wasn't able to be on the track team at UNT I'm graduating in five years instead of four years but I'm still so grateful and so happy that I did like so happy 
yeah and everything works out for like a reason like who knows if you would have made it in four years like maybe you would have never gotten this opportunity or like just things happen exactly yeah everything happens for a reason have you been to Europe yeah no I would love to go either it will so your first time going is that gonna be mm-hmm. when you move yeah I've never been out of the country I literally I was scrambling trying to get my passport I just got it like yesterday or earlier this week but yeah this is my first time like seven foot out of the U.S. yeah so. and when do you leave to start your or when do you start your internship I leave the U.S. on June 2nd, I start on June 5th, and then I'm supposed to come back July 28th. Whoa, that's quick. Yeah, it's like a month, a month internship, I guess, because August is uh, Europe's holiday season, so everyone, no one has to work, no one has to do anything, so they're sending me back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that'll be I feel like that's a perfect balance too of like okay I got to try it for a month like if you end up hating Paris which I feel like you won't but if you end up hating it you will only have to be there for a month exactly yeah no I'm excited I'm like can I stay a little bit longer (laughs) after after it's supposed to end but we'll see yeah you just have to do a great job like you Mm -hmm. always do and they will love you and they will hopefully invite you back for more yes yeah I'm that's my goal just be a superstar yeah (laughs) and on that superstar front you have been a digital creator for a while now and Mm -hmm. I have been following you on all the platforms forever because we've known each other for a long time um but especially on TikTok, I have watched you grow into like, Mm -hmm. you know, hitting that 10k mark and continuing Mm -hmm. to grow and talk about fashion on your channel. So how did you start kind of building your platform and know that you wanted to be like a digital creator or influencer? Mm -hmm. I think just from like a young age, even like the Vine era, I was always loving, I always loved to like, edit videos and create video content but I was young and I was honestly an awkward child <laughs> you see the videos didn't go anywhere uh, but I've always loved like video editing I did that in high school too like video production and so once TikTok came around I remember like my first few videos like during COVID were like super edited like they were so extra I was like trying to go above and beyond um and then obviously I kind of toned it down a little bit and that's kind of when my like views really started to come in and I started to grow on the platform. But yeah, I've always loved like video editing and being able to like share, especially with fashion. I was like, okay, well, obviously like I'm at Washburn right now, so I'm not majoring in fashion just yet, but it's always been something I was interested in. So why not make fashion TikToks? Yeah, and they're so good too. Like I remember the dress you made, was it for prom that was like convertible that yeah, you like that was, Yeah, it was her fashion <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's when I was like, okay, this girl is gonna be a star. Like I everything she does, I'm tuned in. Thank you. Thank you. And I was like, that's probably one of my favorite dresses, honestly, still to this day. I have that video ingrained into my brain like I absolutely I love that video and so that's when I knew like watching you on TikTok like I was like I 
I see it like I just know everyone else is gonna see it too and so it's really cool to watch your thrift flips and like see not even just like okay this is how I would style xyz but like watch you put together outfits and like oh it's so amazing thank you thank you people when it comes to fashion have Mm -hmm. a lot of opinions of course definitely so do you ever deal with hate comments and Mm -hmm. how do you handle that honestly I feel like for my fashion videos I haven't really had to deal with any like hate hate comments but I know my like first time going like going viral in like a bad way it was like during COVID summer that like first 2020 summer and I've been making a lot of videos and I was like super excited about them like I thought they looked pretty good I invested a lot of time in them and then I was like this one girl went viral because she was styling her grandma's clothes and I made a video like that before and it didn't yeah <laughs> embarrassing so embarrassing but I made a video like that before and so I was just like you know teasing a little bit like how come like every time I do this like I don't go viral and like she does it and she gets whatever million views and I was like hashtag black girl problems because at the time like obviously you know, especially as black creators, like there was a bias inside the TikTok algorithm. Like, I don't know, that's a whole can of things to open, <laughs> but that was like a thing that people were talking about. And so, I don't know, I didn't think it was a big deal. I was just like, whatever, like, LOL, like it's fine. Obviously, I'm a little salty, but I'm not like super mad, like, whatever. And then a lot of people saw the video, they commented, and they were like, I just got a lot of hate comments from that. <laughs> it was crazy. People were like, you're being jealous. This isn't a black girl problem. Yada, yada, yada. I was like, whoa, I was not expecting this. Like, oh my dad, it was not that serious. But a lot of people did think it was that serious. So it's been interesting because I feel like a lot of people online kind of obviously have different opinions than you but like they will like manipulate what you say and like make it into something that they believe and it's it's insane I'm like are you serious right now or is this like do you actually not understand like (laughs) no completely I just had like my first viral viral video and like I have been making fitness content kind of like I I just make content that is related to like where I'm at in my life which Mm -hmm. I think is kind of similar to you where it's like you were thrifting a lot you went out and Mm -hmm. you styled and like there is there is a bias like I don't think that it was out of pocket for you to say that and people a hundred percent will spin things into however they want to perceive it so Mm -hmm. it's like there's so much projecting online but with my video is like I posted about the supplement that I'm taking. I didn't say this is proven to do whatever. This is like the best thing on earth or you're going to lose weight if you take this. Like it just was literally a six second video where I was like, the girlies were not lying when they said this will get you summer ready. Yeah. I had reaction videos made. (laughs) I've had reaction videos. I've had people like basically calling me an idiot and it's like, hold on a second. Let's use our context clues and think about if you have questions you can ask, but it is like, you just have to get to a level where you have to block it out. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because it's not personal. Like I think people that leave hate comments don't really think about like there being another person behind the screen. Mm -hmm. Like they're just like 
commenting to comment but it's yeah. it is strange it is it's insane like I don't know I think it's insanity even on like some videos that I see I'm like do these people like not use context because they not think about like what the video actually said mm-hmm. or I don't know it's, it's it is too and there's like that too like the level of like being able to talk about it too mm-hmm. where you don't you don't want to sound like ungrateful or like oh my gosh this is just such a big deal but it's strange so to kind of wrap things up if you could share one piece of advice to anyone who's interested in entering the fashion industry what would it be um I would definitely say make connections meet people try everything go to different events really put yourself out there I feel like even though you can have a degree in fashion, it really helps to like actually know people in the industry or to have people that are there to be able to advocate for you. Cause it's not like the medical industry or like a law degree where like you're set after you get that degree, you really have to like make the best of it and make the best of all your connections. So put yourself out there, (laughs) meet people, do projects outside of the classroom, post it on LinkedIn, like get, get people to know your name. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like that's the same too with like communication and PR. Like you just have to put yourself out there. You cannot, even if you are an introvert, like you have to still like push yourself to do. Yeah. Put on a show. Yeah. Just like Beyonce is um, Sasha Fierce. She's a different personality. Like your professional self, make that a different personality. Yeah. Turn it off at home. Flip the switch. What did Brianna say? Pretend. She's like, what do you do when you're not feeling the best? She's like, I pretend, just pretend, whatever. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So tell everyone where they can find you on social media and connect with you mm-hmm. offline. You can find me on TikTok at mir.kat and then on Instagram at Amira on the wall. So Amira on the, and then wall is spelled with an X instead of an A. So yeah. Yay. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I'm sure everyone will love this episode so much. Thank you. It was was so exciting being here. I'm excited to see all that comes out of your podcast. Thank you. All right.